When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're your top. Hey. Uh, Cue. Uh, Sweet Caroline. Uh, Sweet Sweeties. Hey, everyone. I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, I mean, it can be coupled, can be throppled, can be divorcing, can be widowed, but can be single. But at the end of the day, hopefully and definitely sweet. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hi. Um, so today we're talking 90 Day Fiance, uh, Single Life, Season 4, Episode 9. Tyree shoots his shot. And boy, does he. <laughs> His his his. He, are you like? Are you like, saying that? How are you saying that? Like how degree like, of sarcasm? Yeah, like he. First of all, his brothers don't uh-huh. know what to do, because one of his brother was like, "Invite her back to the hotel," and he's like, "No," and I'm. We're all like, "No, you just yeah. met her." Yeah. And like, she's vibing with you because you have a fucking camera crew with you or whatever in this, whatever. And he's like, oh, I finally feel like comfortable enough to not be shy and to speak with women. And his brothers are like, immediately like, go bring her back. Like, do they not understand that when someone then waits until their thirties to try to like date people, you don't just like jump on the first girl that you meet. And then we find out she's 25. So... I don't know. It's like the brothers are not good at that. And then he's like, uh, you uh, you want to have a long distance relationship? They've they've known each other for 24 hours. I know that part. Yeah. And then the right. whole it's like it's like a lot. It's a lot. But listen, I like what? that he said thick girls are it girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her vibe. She's like a modern young woman who is like, no. <laughs> We're not just going to jump in and do that. Thank you. That's cool, though. I like to be free and like relationship. What are you talking about? Um, And then the whole kissing for like the bead. And he's like. Now, I will say that Tyree has some luscious lips. I mean, somebody should kiss him because they look great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I um, thick girls are it girls. You know, Uh, we've I, I I. enjoyed that and he's had a variety of different types throughout this series you know like hillary clinton i guess also the mm-hmm. an it girl you know it's just like which i guess you know she I'm not, women are it girls you don't have to be by the way by nature honey we are so anyway uh at the same time it's just interesting because yes uh he his brothers they their mindset is tyree needs to get 
things off like checked off this list. Like in their mind, it's almost like in a like in a medical way, this man needs an operation. He needs to be kissed. This man needs the procedure done. He needs to be fucked. So whoever provides that is like, um, you know, it could be like a, a, a machine. You know what I'm saying? And so they are not considering this man's emotional connection at all. They do not care about it. Almost in the like stereotypical me- way that we think men, heterosexual men don't care about it. Cause they really are just like, they've regressed back to like 21 year olds, like trying to get their best friend, like fucked up at a bar, you know, where it's like, you're not drinking the best wine. You're not even drinking wine. You are drinking like, you know, 151 Goldschlager where you're just like, get it done. Kind of that kind of like get her done style thing. So it's unfortunate because it makes me feel like they haven't, as people, had enough connective conversations to understand that, like, listen, Tyree might be a demisexual, you know? Like, isn't demisexual, like, someone who, like, can't have sex until they've created an emotional bond? Have you heard of that before? Yes. Uh, demisexual uh, is, let me look it up. But, yes, it might have something to do with the brain. Like, you have to um, have that mind. kind of connectual with the, with that um a so demisexual is a sexual orientation in which the individual does not experience sexual attraction primary sexual attraction the type of attraction is that is based on immediately observable characteristics characteristics such as appearance or smell and is experienced immediately after the first accountable uh, encounter so yeah it it what it, it just <laughs> I like sorry for some reason that was confusing to me and not just me. I'm sorry. Go on. People who identify as demisexual only feel sexual attraction to someone after they form strong emotional bond with them. So meaning that they don't have a primary sexual attraction based on immediate observable characteristics, characteristics such as appearance or smell. Yeah. Do you think that what, what makes you, can you isolate what turns you on or what attracts you to someone? Um, physical appearance usually coupled with a sense of humor. So today I went out and <gasps> um, some guy was leaning at a bar and I like looked over and he, I noticed that he was like listening in on a conversation. So then I thought to myself, am I speaking too loud or is like my voice just like carrying naturally into his eardrums? Cause sometimes that happens to me where I'm out and like, I really can't hear anybody else except for a voice yonder and i think it's because of the acoustics the way that they're sitting and talking it's like hitting off of a wall directly into my eardrums so i thought maybe that Mm -hmm. was was happening but Mm -hmm. um he had facial hair check um he had like some kind of style going on check um and (laughs) then like he looked at me and we looked at each other and like check so then that's like the physical characteristics right so that made me interested in him then when i got then like hopefully if i were to speak to him he would a have a deep voice b he Uh. would be he would laugh at whatever joke i made first and then um c he smelled good so then that's okay and then after that like then we could talk about like his you know what he's doing in his life, what his goals are, you know, how comfortable he is with the, with life right now. Like, does he travel? Um, and then that's another layer. So it's layers, but really it's like the, the, I don't have a type. It's mainly about their confidence, their ability to hold a conversation and their ability to give me, uh, the attention and, or like back and forth that I require. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not demisexual. 
that it doesn't doesn't only my, matter other mind, but like after a while, it does kind of matter because yeah. all the other stuff will will fade a, fade away. But like, yes, I do. Demisexual is like in there, but the physical, I can look at somebody and be like, oh. It's interesting because where he went wrong to me is when he finally had the balls. To me, the shot was, you got to do something for these beats. And when he said a kiss and she said on the cheek, he should have been like. And she and I think because. It would have read if she was like, no, I'm I'm good. Then she wouldn't have gotten her beads when she, I mean, she's a, he's, it's a way of asking for a kiss without even asking because he is asking if he had just said my lips or lips or something, whatever, God bless. And she didn't want to, she didn't have to, she had asked, she did, she's no one's, no one's forcing her to kiss for beads. Then I think what she would have done was probably something like this. Like, I think she would have been like, ah. okay. And I think that he would have gotten it, but she said cheek and he was like, okay, cheek. And then when he had like eored his way out of that moment, I was confused why they would then move to a different location because for her to say cheek and for him to say, to do that, it just like did not give the vibe of like a sexually charged, exciting vibe. They became kind of like friends that talked, you know, about like what you're into, what your kind of person you were, you know, like it just, it's unfortunate because he it's hard for him to lead with like a sort of like confident secure sexual tone because he doesn't feel that way and so hopefully with time there'll be like a balance of him feeling minutely better about himself day by day and taking better care of himself so i think that at some point there'll be like a little progression in his is in his own like view of himself and that will kind of level off but i mean you know, I yeah, I think that the minute that she said cheek and he was like, okay, I was like, put a stake in him, put a fork in him and the stake's done. Uh-uh. Well, I done. thought mm-hmm. that he should not have asked her for the kiss for the bead in the first place. I, th- I felt like that was a little like inappropriate as well as like, I first I thought that the bead around him was like an actual gold chain. So it was like weird <laughs> that he only had one bead, one yeah. string of beads. Um, and so it was just like, it was a weird, pl- it, it felt like, oh, someone put that, you, your your brother or someone told you to put that around your neck so that you could have this moment while you were out to ask someone for a kiss. And I was like, no, then put more beads on or like make it a little bit more. I just, I was like, ew, I didn't like the fact that he even asked her for a kiss for the beads. Wait, because, so like, like they weren't to there me, yet, read, to me. Orleans. But like, you know, like he could have been like, show me your tits. Now, I mean, he wouldn't have said, show me your tits. But like, they're in New Orleans. Like, to get beads, the normal way to get beads is like two titties, honey, in the air. You know what I'm saying? So like, or pointing down below, as depending on your titties. Um, I two flapjacks, honey, just flapping in the air. But honey, like, no matter what kind of titties they, if you show them, you're supposed to get beads. So, like, when she asked oh. for a moment, I thought maybe she would like give him a little nippy noop, you know, like, oh. little, like, yeah. But no. <laughs> so, so then oh. you're right. She definitely then set that up, and then was like, no, just a kiss on the cheek. Um, but I would have just been like, yes, and then gave him a like done this. So like, I, I don't know, like there's, you, there's ways you could have done it. I, and I'm glad he didn't come off as a creeper, but his brothers really want him to, to come off as a creeper. They don't the understand that he doesn't, creepers. that they don't, ha- he doesn't have that 
confident energy. So anything he does will be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> this is real cool over here. <laughs> and then um, they, yeah. So I didn't understand why they were going back to the hotel just to simply dip their feet in the pool. I did and love the fact. Cups and like weird, like shot glasses. And yeah, I know. I I did like the fact that when after she was like, no, he was like, oh, I'll just face plant into this water. I loved yeah. that. I, I thought that was like, Okay, good. Like he's getting it. He's getting the joke out of it. Um, and she's I just also like, thought that you'd like the dragon thing. Yes, I loved it. What's yeah, your like, favorite animal? A dragon. A, a dragon. A <laughs> unicorn. I was like, <laughs> mine's like a, a Shih Tzu puppy. Obviously, puppy. I don't have a favorite animal, but it's so funny. Like I always want to say dolphin because I feel like that's what a lot of girls were in in our Lisa Frank era. But like I don't have a, I don't have. There's no animal that I'm like, ooh, I need to have a picture of that or like I need like that thing. Like no, no, no. Mm-mm, owls. Remember when people loved owls for a goddamn second? Like there was a whole owl movement. There was an owl movement. There was. Okay. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, let's go to John. This John situation is just like. <sighs> Hey, Megan, guess what? Guess what? You know, uh, I feel like you're pulling away from me and I don't really like it and I feel it in my heart. So uh, I'm going to move to Texas. Okay, I'm going to move. No, it's it's probably definitely going to happen. All right, it's happening. I'm moving to, I'm moving to Texas. Do you, you want me to do that or no? I'm packing up my car. That? Yeah. I thought it, about it, Megan. Texas ain't me, Megan. And it turns out, what am I here for? And I'm just living with my different brothers and I don't have anything going. And so you're really the only thing that I have exciting uh, in my day. So uh, if, yeah. if you uh, if you if you take that away from me, I'm gonna have absolutely nothing. And I'm on the show. So yeah, yeah and people he, keep saying that I uh, I uh, don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing, but I I do. So I'm gonna prove to them that I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm doing, and I, I want that future with you, Megan. So uh, I'm gonna come and move there because they said not to. So I'm therefore I'm gonna do it because I'm an adult. It is so crazy. He's a wild person. So he's mad at Thais uh, and Patrick, but he doesn't like come out and say it. They, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Patrick and Thais are like, yes. what is happening right now? No, you are chronically irresponsible. You, no, no, no. You think, and then he's like, well, she was mad because uh, you said all those things about me. And uh, Patrick is like, no, she was mad because it was the truth. No, no, no. I didn't make anything up. And then Thais is leaning over and she's like, John, you're crazy. It doesn't make any. No. And she's like patting this baby to sleep. Yeah. Like (laughs) Patrick and Thais are so confused. (laughs) Patrick, I think, gets to hear his brother. And there probably was like six years prior in his life where he would have said the same shit, where I think for him to hear it come out of his brother's mouth and watch his face as he say it it must be a really humbling experience for the work inner work that patrick had to do to like take himself from a place you know because they all you know it's it's a john for whatever reason feels stuck right it's almost like he's a little he hasn't advanced yet in like what feels like the trajectory of the human experience where you have like certain amounts of awareness and like want to be better. Like he just seems like he's floating from one easy situation to another. What? Arrested development is what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, and I think that he feels, I think what happens also as, as one ages with this, it gets even more dire as you feel Uh, people progress wildly past you and then in situations social situations with them 
the, you know, the void is too wide. And so that becomes wider and it makes you feel less than, and then you start to make wild choices to jump from where you think you are to the next level to like, as if, you know, as if you can almost feel the end of the screen coming and you have to like make that. And so that's like, it's so un, un good couples or I mean, unhealthy couples, toxic situations. I mean, it's so interesting. So he, he, yeah, he is like, why not? Why not go to Texas? What's keeping me in Vegas? Like a promise of Coke and brother's couches? Like, no, I'll just like move in with this woman who gives me a free house and kind of like um, a step up in life and I'll do it. I mean, too bad. It's like Megan, I don't think d- deserves this. Maybe, I mean, you know, in the best situation, maybe my sweetness will give you, if I want to have them grace and compassion, maybe they'll come together in some sort of like bond that compliments each other and makes them as a unit develop and grow a life together that serves them both. And I hope the child is okay. You know, he, I think you're absolutely correct. Uh, He's like, don't listen to these dodos. She's like, well, no, your family's telling me that you don't want this. He's like, you're going to listen to those dodos. I'll move if you still want. Uh, I'm coming and we're going to be together. It's just so crazy. And she's, she's a fool too, right? Cause she accepts that as opposed to listening to what the people who know him say about him, pointing out the red flags. Of course, she listens to him as opposed to listening to her heart and uh, everything else that's probably telling her that this is not a good idea. Now, what John does for work, I don't know. But he's also lived in Texas before. He's like, yeah, I lived in Dallas. I moved to San Antonio. Like, he, you know, so who knows? Yeah, no, honey, we don't. We don't. But we'll see. I'll tell you that. We'll see. Um, okay, so move on to, uh, who do you want to, Natalie, Debbie? Um, okay, All right, we'll do... So- Let's move on to Natalie. So we have a scene where Natalie and her mother are driving uh, and we don't know where they're going, but it's a little bit of a driving scene where there's a little, there's there's some backstory. She's like, me and mama, I have mama. We're living in Los Angeles. No job, no man. And uh, we, we, she starts to give us just like information as to what's happening um, in her life currently. And then all of a sudden they dropped a bomb on us. They dropped the bomb of like, so I decided to take my um, future in my own hands. And so we really think that she is about to kind of do something revolutionary and interesting for TV. And we want to really see Natalie step into her power. Um, like we, I mean, I'm still, gonna happen? I'm still bold over to the fact that she was like, I'm going to be a nun. Like she, I forgot that she was so religious. Like remember when we first saw her, there's a whole scene of her in a church. I forgot that that person is this person. Um, just, just desperate woman, this desperate woman who wants to be married so bad. It is the saddest. Natalie's situation. It to me is like so sad. I just feel bad for her that she can't think about herself outside of like her, her relationship to a man like she's not complete she needs someone to heal her all these things and um that's true she does yeah. feel those and, and and it's a little scary though because it does feel like from what we've seen of natalie we all know that i don't think natalie's you know mom material on her own she barely we just got done having her tell josh that she's here alone with nothing and so it's like if you are really feeling that you're on your own with nothing in this world. It's not the time to like 
bring on a dependent, you know, it's just not, I mean, I don't think it is, you know, like, so I think you have to have some sort of footing. I'm not saying you can't be a solo parent, but I don't, but she just literally was like, Josh, I have nothing. I came here for you, you know, like, so get something, you know, like get your shit together, you know, before you let's do this whole thing. So um, now having her mom at this fertility doctor and Natalie's quick to be like, I found the best fertility doctor in all of LA. I'm like, so are we in Long Beach? I'm not quite sure. And, um, you know, the, the doctor's like going through things and she's like, I'm 38. And the mom's like, yes, yes, you're 38. But like, you can have a child at 55. You do sports. You know, I've been seeing you to do the sports, honey, you know, and like, I'm happy you eat the chicken now because you used to be vegan, but yeah, I think that you need the protein. The mom is like in it. And then this part feels crazy. So he's like, you know, she's just like, well, I want to make sure I have a good donor, you know, and he's well, okay. Uh, well, we'll show you what that looks like. You know, there's the people. And so she, this nice woman sits down and she's like, here are some profiles and what you get, which is baby pictures and like a beautiful essay and obviously information about their schooling. She's like, you see, it's, yes, it's just a paper. It's not enough. And then I thought, did she come here to meet men that want to have kids? Like, did she in her mind think that this fertility doctor would be like, okay, now meet your donors and they would be there live in real life. And then she'd be like, okay. And that Natalie would just have to blink her eyes with the eyeliner and then just be like, no, should we just leave this dumb place and you become my husband and we make baby real way? You know, like, I almost feel like this was, I don't know. But like when you said that she was going to take matters in her own hands and, you know, like show us a journey. I mean, not one morsel of my body was like, is that happening? I knew that wasn't going to, I knew this was just the kind of like filler episode that involves an activity you know like the checking of the eggs is an activity you know like because it requires the emotional aftercare of someone talking about what that means for them and all of the conversations about it it's just it's too easy it's like a convention you know yeah i was sad i really just thought she, and i didn't like the way that she walked out of that doctor's office as though like no thank you this is not good this is not for me and i was like fuck you like, I guess just my experience with fertility and like the a myriad of women who go through it, there was a, and I normally never infer or like get mad at people just based on whatever. But in this one, I was like, it just made it feel like she was kind of downing this whole process because for her, it was just a paper. And it's like, you knew what the fuck you were going there to do. And so it just, that's what I, that's what I didn't like. It's like, for me, when you go to a fertility clinic and you get your options about how donors and they provide all this, this service for you, which I did not have that service when I did my process. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then she's like, turns her nose as a, up at it as though like, I still have time. And I'm like, well, maybe she does have her eggs like frozen. Maybe she does have a plan that we're just not aware of. And so this is like so far out of her like mindset that the idea of doing this is just so like, oh no, not for Natalie. But we, we, she's like, I gave seven years of my life to Michael. I gave three years to Josh. I'm like, Josh wasn't real. First of all, Michael mm -hmm. was, and you walked away from that. So mm -hmm. I guess I just, I just have a hard, I just was having a hard time with that. Um, and She's just, so, she's also very uncomfortable saying miscarriage because she, the way she told the doctor was like, it didn't work out. And I'm like, girl, just, this is a doctor. You could say miscarriage, but she, but she'd also say, I lost the baby in her, in her um, confessional. So I was just really confused. She just, it all of a sudden felt very, she was very uncomfortable with this whole thing. 
And that, I think that's when I was like, I don't like this. I want somebody who's comfortable and who's going to be respectful of this process just for me. Maybe I gleamed into it too much though, for real. <laughs> I can see, I can see why we can take things personally, but she, just knowing Natalie, she would never be good for this. And she, I, I never expected it to happen. And she, of course, is like needy. And of course she like wants to be with a man. Of course, it, Natalie also, that, the thing about Natalie, which is also icing on the cake, is that Natalie 100% thinks she is so gorgeous and so sexy and so emotionally lovely and mature and warm and capable and giving. She thinks she is all of these things, again, with such beauty, with eyes that pierce through people's souls, that she can't in a body like the devil could make, that she does not understand how all of that <clears throat> exists in the world and men do not bow at her feet. So to her, to not have donor, admirer donors just waiting to have a Natalie baby is like beyond her mind, you know, like beyond it. And like, so, so, uh, which I love, you know, like I do love that. What it's, it's one of the best characteristics she has that makes her watchable on the show, you know, and which is, so having said that, if all of this was to give her a reason to have what's going to happen next happen, which is the scenes, which is, of course, Mike comes, Michael comes, the return of Michael. Uh, I could see the producers really story mapping this along the way. You know, I mean, I guess Josh, 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 isn't Josh it enough. You know, I, I am I'm a little upset. Like, so she's not going to be in the horror movie. We're not going to see that. Okay. That's my only thing. Like, wouldn't you have loved to? I, <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, people in really bad movies that never made it anywhere in my life as an actor in Los Angeles. And so, like, I just wasn't ready for this. <gasps> oh, side note is I'm going to go to the nice last couple is Libby's sister, Becky or Buki. I forgot which one of them. Um, they were She was in some horrible YouTube filmed on an iPhone, but not like Tangerine kind of movie that someone made that is just unwatchable. I could, I we, we I, I can't remember what it is. I think I speaking it of ago. speaking of unwatchable, I within the last two hours, I tried to watch Mia Copa on Netflix. Tyler Perry's Mia Copa starring Kelly Rowland, and I just it's I mean like I need to put it on when I I okay. I don't even know. It's not good. She's bad. She's bad. Um, mm -hmm. and, and and then like the characters are so polarizing. It's like crazy. Uh, it's and then I also started watching This Is Me Now by J Lo, which is I'm a, mad. I, I didn't I know watch it with what, you. I didn't I'm know. So mad. I didn't know what it was. Like I my <laughs> I I went to brunch with my neighbor and my neighbor was like, "Have you watched it?" And I was like, "No, I, isn't it a movie?" She's like, "No, no, no. It's like a movie musical." And I was like, "Oh, like." So it's original, like what is it original play? And she's like, no, no, it's it's a music video. Sorry. And I was like, like Moonwalker? And she was like, I haven't seen Moonwalker. I was like, oh, okay. So she's like, no, it's just like her her next album. It's just like a full. And I was like, this entire time I thought it was a straight up movie. So I watched like the first and the second, and then they started like that one of the, the third scenes had something with like Shabari um knots and i was like i don't like when they bring kink stuff into like mainstream and then try to make it seem like it makes any sense and then some of the ish imagery were like abusive and i was like i don't like it um but yeah, it's bad now i do disagree she can dance moving on to debbie uh debbie uh 
Julian. First of all, word on the street is that Julian is not Latino, as I surmise. He is like mm. Taiwanese. Yep. And then secondly, and I think you're the one who told me that maybe then. Then secondly. No, a comment. A comment from oh, okay. Patreon. Okay. Then secondly, thank you, Patreon. Secondly, yo, he's an, he is, uh, he, I want to see Debbie's reaction to when she realizes what he's done. Tell her he's, business. He is wrong for that. Yeah. And he knew Ruben didn't know. And he didn't stop himself. Yeah. He completely sabotaged her. Yes. In a very unkind way. Like, it didn't feel like it was coming from a place of love. It felt like it was coming from a place, and it may be, but, like, I'm like, oh, whoever he's married to or in a relationship with, they're in for a world of trouble because Julian doesn't have any tact or any, like, he threw his mother under the bus. I don't know. You, what do you I agree. I just got done. I'm, like, done with, I took, like, a long time to finish the Britney book for some reason. I just did. And um, it almost felt like, you, that's not your place. You can't tell someone's like business. This is your mother. She's a grown ass woman. You know, like whatever she wants to do, like, you know, like she's not, she's not giving, I understand like, okay, well, a lot of things we can talk about. What this. does the Britney book have to do with it? Because it feels like he's being, he's overstepping his boundaries of like w someone's own personhood and womanhood and um, in the relationships, which is oh, his did, mother. Did Britney do that to someone or did someone do that to Britney? Someone did that to Britney. Oh, okay. So, um, <clears throat> her family. So, um, basically we start and they're spray painting a house, you know, like, and Julian's like, are we allowed to spray paint? Are the owners here given our, given the spray paint. Okay. Have they consented to the spray paint? You know, this is like not your jurisdiction, this is not your jurisdiction. Don't worry about it. You know, like his mom is there, you know, Ruben's there with like those glasses and that hat, you know, and, um, that shirt. She, this is where it gets a little interesting because Debbie is like, I'm just going to let them talk and I'm going to do my own thing over here with the spray paint. You know, like you're like, well, I wouldn't trust that. That is when Julian goes crazy wild and is like going in at him. And it's interesting again because he's like, well, she's here talking about, you know, what's going to happen and she's going to have to move to Miami. And then, you know, of course, Ruben, who started the conversation being like, I would love you to move to Miami. And then having Debbie be like, well, Ruben, I always jump in a thing, so I can't do that anymore. And him to be like, I know, so don't do it. So yeah, I'm so happy we're going slow. What you have to think about is you how slow we're going. And, he's, and then he does the same thing uh, to, to Julian. Now, Julian... Um, gets a little of Ruben being like, I just care so much about my parents so we can really bond about that, which gives him some pause, but he lets it know, be known a, that her relationship was out of country, Morocco, that yes, he was 24 and dropped the bomb for all of us that she's still giving him money, his family money. That part that is the pause. And that's where you have to deal with your mom and not this, not be like controlling this situation with nothing to do with that. You know? Yes. He really, really overstepped the boundaries and it made me embarrassed for her because that was way out of line. It's like, he doesn't want her to be happy. That's what it felt like. Um, because any rational person would think to before they said something so embarrassing. Now, I mean, maybe Ruben, like he, he, he might assume Ruben knew because it was on TV, right? It's not like, it's not like it was a secret. She fully filmed something that's on TV. So maybe Ruben is a 90 day fiance fan. But as soon as, as soon as he said, you know, she moved to Morocco to be with this 24 year old and you see Ruben's face go, 
that is when he should have been like, um, I just, you know, she made, she made a mistake. She thought she really loved that person. That's when he should have switched it and been like, oh my God, he didn't know. I can't or, just like, this is really not my place to say. So I'll let her continue. Yeah. But even like, he thinks it's his place. So we can't, let's throw that out. He, 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 the fact that he realized Ruben didn't know. And then he doubled down and was like, yeah, yeah. It, like she's crazy. This is what she also did. Then she's doing this. And now, you know, she's still sending the family money and, and like all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, he didn't even fucking know about the family to begin with. So why are you, why are you trying to sabotage poor Debbie? Like it just felt, it just felt like really, it, I, I was disappointed in him and kind of disgusted. And like, now I don't like him. Cause I felt like he does. He's not in his mother's corner. I get what you're saying. Wasn't it interesting though? This whole time we're like Debbie loving that, loving that Latin flavor. Debbie can't stop talking about liking dark men just to have room be like, I'll tell you what I love about your mom, her light eyes, her blonde hair, love light eyes and blonde hair. You're like, Oh, all right. Well, everyone has her preferences, I guess. Um, all right, my loves, that's really the end of the episode, but I'm excited to see what happens next week again, because I said, Michael's back. Ha ha ha. And we also didn't have Veronica and Jamal and we didn't have Chanel. Chanel. Chantel. Um, Chantel. And so it really was an easy, quick episode. Um, yeah, it was. It was great. Um, but, but if you guys want to see the visuals of what you're listening to, you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for only $10 a month. We've got exclusive content like a live every first Monday of the month. And currently we are doing Love is Blind on our Patreon exclusively. So if you're interested in that content, please go on ahead and sign up at patreon.com slash docusweeties. But if you can't do that, Chris will tell you ways that you can, Chris. Please go to our Instagram and type in at DocuSweeties. We're at DocuSweeties there. We're on TikTok. We're at DocuSweeties1 on X. We have a Facebook group, the DocuSweeties Podcast Facebook group. If you haven't given us five stars yet, I would do it. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.